Hey everyone, and welcome to the Vince Sanders Complete Fitness Podcast. These podcasts are all designed to help us understand each other a little better, come together as a community, and just spread a little bit more of the love. Um, in these episodes, we have various guests talking about different subjects that some of you may know about, some of you may not, but hopefully you all leave with a better understanding of them. Uh, if you enjoy them, please pass them on to your friends, and I look forward to any comments you'd like to leave. So let's get into today's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to today's podcast. It has been a little while. Again, um, it's just holidays making things very difficult to nail down some time. As it goes this weekend, I'm actually child and partner free because they've gone to Bournemouth. So I figured now would be the time to chuck one in. Also, this uh, this podcast was something that I've been mulling over a little while because I want to get it right. Um, I've been talking to us a lot about with my clients, getting their points of view and thoughts. And I've also just been seeing things going on and um, I'll get into it in a minute it's like why I've just sort of like now's the time to do this because there's been some gnarly crap happening really and I, I feel that if I can help in any small way I should do so um, I've been busy very busy work's been going mad which is great um, we are launched the Wonder Woman Challenge again those of you that have been with me for a long time will know about the Wonder Woman Challenge we started it in lockdown um it has just been improving with feedback from the guys that have done it uh the, the girl the ladies have done incredible work throughout the challenges giving me lots of feedback on how to make it better and right now we're running it probably the best it's ever been it's completely autonomous and online I just have to focus on checking in with you and making sure that you're staying on track and solving your problems everything else is in the app your programming your calorie count, your um, step goals, the you then get signed up to the emails that are based on everything I've spoke about over these Wonder Woman challenges, right? I created a video for each one of them. You get a video every day that you get to keep that's going to help you stay on track after this. As the one, the point of the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman challenge is that it's not about how much weight can you lose in 30 days and then off you go. It's use this time to learn about how to lose weight. Use this time to learn about how you best lose weight, how things work for you, how do people around you react to things. So these videos are based on all of that. It teaches you how to set goals, how to burn calories, what even calories are, you know, all of this information that we need to be taught and need to know on these weight loss journeys is in this challenge. It gets emailed to you outside of the app, so you get to keep it. Everything that I could possibly do to help you get forward with your weight loss journey is in this. So all I need to focus on is checking in with you guys every day and doing a weekly uh, live Q&A so that we can all sit down and have a chat and figure out where we are. So it's really dialed in now to what you need. So I will put a link to that in the description in this as uh, you watch it and feel free to sign up and have a look because I think if some of you have been struggling which is generally the way it has been, which is why we made the Wonder Woman Challenge. It's a really good, very inexpensive way to get started and then make a decision on whether you want to carry on further through training or you've just been given the tools just to move forward. So um, if you're interested, or just ask and I'll give you some more details. We're also looking at starting semi-private PT, which is the bridge gap between full one-to-one -one and classes. So yes, there's a four-people environment. Um, it's not as expensive as one-to-one -one PT, but obviously cheaper than a class, but you do get a lot more attention. And it's based around powerlifting um, and overhead pressing, so the big four lifts. Just about getting strong, learning how to spot one another so you feel more confident seeing each other in the gym and you can help one another out. The main drive of it is community and teaching you how to be safe whilst lifting and get you stronger and build up your confidence. But also, you know, knowing that by having your semi-private group, there are now people out there that you can ask for help 
etc etc today's podcast is about weakness and vulnerability and how we we seem to put these two as the same thing how being weak is being vulnerable and being vulnerable is being weak and it, in some contexts it could be seen that way but in the general scope of things no and this this is physically killing people this is killing people the fact that we are so reluctant to be vulnerable in front of people through fear of weakness or we f we may well be so weak that we're nothing but vulnerable and it is killing people um men men especially men especially in in the mental sense um to to give perspective of why i've i've sort of delayed it no longer uh, a guy that used to was an apprentice for my dad um about 48 years old maybe less 46 um was found in his garage hung himself the other day and um my mum and dad had bumped into him and asked him how things were and he said he'd not been great um his you know his, his other half had left him and he was going through some hard times and i think he was struggling and you know being in the trade and having covid and everything else was getting to me said oh, i'm not not really in a great way and he was on antidepressants and he was ashamed to be on antidepressants and there's nothing there is nothing wrong with that there is nothing wrong with that if, if you're in pain physically you take a painkiller if you're in pain emotionally sometimes you have to take an antidepressant sometimes you do have to you know soothe that wound in some way if you cut yourself you put a plaster on it it's no different if you if you're cut mentally sometimes an antidepressant is what's needed please if nothing else if you don't listen to anything else in this podcast know that taking help for your headspace is never something to be ashamed of never um and yeah and he was found in his garage and he hung himself and it's it's awful it's awful to think that anybody I have worked with a few people that are in this state would contemplate that being an out, you know, a way out because there's no other way they can feel to get out of a situation. Um, we'll probably do a podcast on suicide and suicidal tendencies another time. I don't want to um, break away from today's topic because I feel that this one may stop the latter from happening. But we are very wary about being vulnerable in front of people because we feel it makes us weak or... Um, we feel that we're too weak to be any more, well, you know, we're permanently vulnerable because we're too weak. I am very lucky in the sense of I have no issues showing vulnerability in front of anybody. Um, the reason for this is because for the longest amount of time, I was weak physically in a way, but more mentally. I've always been, you know, I, I was picked on throughout school for my weight, for being overly emotional. Again, I was very vulnerable all the time. Um, I used to cry a lot as a, as a release. I wouldn't fight people. Um, I would just cry and walk off. And, you know, this this was pretty much up until I left school. I mean, it got a little bit different when I, when I hit my last year of school because I had some good friends and I kind of filled out a little bit. And people tend to, you know, as you get older, you, you come across less assholery, but, you know, it never truly goes away. But yeah, I I, I made a, a big decision around 
the age of 16 to to leave everybody who was keeping me weak and vulnerable really figure out who I was and get stronger so you know having always had having vulnerability forced upon me I learned how to deal with it and then I learned to get stronger and felt that I didn't have an issue being vulnerable in front of people anymore because I knew that I was strong enough um air quotes to to make sure people didn't take advantage and this is a big thing with the vulnerability part um especially this is going to be a little bit more male focused because women tend to not have an issue being vulnerable they just feel that they're a little bit weak and we'll we'll go into that as well men men will not show vulnerability in front of another guy they don't know they don't want to show vulnerability in front of their partner because they want to stay strong in front of them they want to be that person who can be a rock provide stability financially or you know and financially is a big thing with men we are and this is and I'm going to make this point very clear this has nothing to do with patriarchal society and all this bullshit we need to fucking stop with this crap stop blaming things on the patriarchy when it's just evolution men are wired a different way we always have been we probably will be for a long amount of time we need to stop moving so far away from the fact that we're just hairless chimps that live in shinier caves Okay, because we really know much better than that. Like, if you just look in the world, you will see that we're not much better than that, right? Men are programmed to see other men as threats. We are programmed to show affection and love by spending time away from our families, providing a safe and secure environment. This is why men do work hard. They take on extra hours. They do show affection through physical acts of love is why sex is very important to men it is important to men because that's how we show intimacy we're not great at letting our guard down and being emotionally available again anybody who knows me knows that i am because i don't have a problem with it but on the whole i as a man i can completely understand where a lot of guys fall short on it and it's not a case of just blaming them it's just how they're wired men need a little bit of patience when this comes to uh, you know dealing with their mental health we are behind in the communication side of things it's not a case of that's not good enough you know men's mental health isn't a case of they don't talk and that's not good enough because you're now saying that the only way we know how to deal with things isn't good enough so why should we bother with that this is just you have to deal with what we've got and what we've got is a brain that tells us don't show vulnerability in front of other people because they could exploit that as a weakness and you could lose the things that you care about end of this is why when men go to support groups couples therapy anything that involves them showing vulnerability in front of a stranger, they will not do it straight away. They will not do it because we are hardwired to think that that person is trying to exploit that weakness that comes with vulnerability or you know whatever we perceive it to be. It's difficult to let your guard down, which is also why, strangely enough, and you know, having been in this situation with partners myself. When men do show true vulnerability and break down and show that they are not coping very well, a lot of women do not know what to do because it's so uncommon. Now, is that because is that a, a, a fault of women? No, absolutely not. It's just none of us are prepared for this. And this is the other thing. I was having this conversation last night. I went to a, a, a friend's, client slash friend's house uh, for a barbecue and a few drinks. And we were talking about this and saying that we are not equipped to deal with mental health yet. Not in the way that we think we are. When we want to know how somebody's doing and we ask them 
How's it going? And this person very much opens up and says in a very real and raw way, I am not doing very well. I am struggling. Or if your partner says you know what's going on, and especially if it's a female, finally getting something out of her man. And he breaks down and cries and says, I am struggling. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make this better. A lot of women have no idea how to deal with it. A lot of people just don't know how to deal with this level of raw vulnerability because it's so alien to us because we all spend our time shutting down. Now, for me, I, I take it in my stride. I'm, I'm so used to opening up and being vulnerable. I've cried in front of my other half countless times because I've felt like things are getting on top of me. Again, it's not something I see someone's going to take advantage of because I won't let them. And a lot of time it was something that was taken advantage of. So I, I have the unfortunate, fortunate experience of having vulnerability forced upon me through weakness so now i know that i'm not weak if i show vulnerability because it's not something that's going to lead to me having advantage taken of but we also have to accept that we're not great at dealing with we think we are and we think we want these things we want our men to be more emotionally vulnerable we want society to be more accommodating for mental health and yet the amount of clients i work with that say they opened up to somebody and that person clammed tight shut because they had no idea what to say is in fact the problem. Now, if you find yourself in that situation, the best thing you can do is offer to listen. Be okay with awkward silence. Be okay just hearing out this person's pain. You are not a therapist. You have no idea what to say. You don't know how to deal with that vulnerability. That's fine. I was expecting you to just do not dismiss it because you don't know how to deal with it. If you ask, you've got to sit there and take what's coming. If you don't ask, that's fine. But if you ask somebody how they're doing and you genuinely mean it, you do have to be prepared to take on that a lot of, you know, there could be a lot coming your way. So just be aware of it because the trouble is if you don't at least just listen to it and hear it out, that vulnerability you're asking somebody to show is now being proven to be a bad idea because so the weakness is not being strong enough to do something. Okay, so... We'll go through weakness first. Weakness is something that you have. It's not necessarily something that you are. You, 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 you are weak in the sense of you have weaknesses in areas. I've done this on previous podcasts and stuff like that as well. So, for instance, if you, you're, you're not weak because you can't defend yourself physically. You just have a physical weakness or a, I suppose, ability, ability weakness. As a, you don't know how to defend yourself. These are things that can be strengthened up, which is why a lot of the time where people who have been picked on and bullied think if they go get stronger, they're not going to get picked on anymore. No, not the case. I've seen it too many times. People have been um, victims of assault. They've been beaten up in the street. They have been um, a victim of a hate crime. And they go, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get bigger because was because I was weak that it happened. No, it happened because there are some very assholeish people out there and they decided that you were the target yes getting strong will help you feel more confident but that's not going to teach you how to defend yourself you see what i mean so you've got to just you've got to really know what the weakness is to deal with and for a lot of people they are they they are they just feel physically weak and therefore they feel more vulnerable because they are weak so this is where strength training especially alongside therapy which is what i do i integrate the two can be very um positive because whilst you gain physical strength we can discuss the carryover into mental strength if you feel that if you didn't think you could do that and you can remember you can do this and we'll guide you through it i deal with a lot of abuse victims and a lot of the things we do is we give them the tools to deal with that person to diffuse the situation because now they are strong in an area where they were weak if you don't like confrontation 
We learn how to diffuse confrontation. That makes you now strong. You have a strength now that you can pull upon, which therefore means you are less vulnerable. The other thing is, is vulner so vulnerability is not the same as weakness. Weakness is something that somebody, weakness is something that you have that you can change. Um, and weakness isn't a result of vulnerability. Vulnerability can be, can be a result of weakness. So vulnerability is usually something that's volunteered. Like if we choose to be vulnerable, that is no longer being weak. That's you making a choice. And that's a, and that's strength because you've chosen. Chosen. So vulnerability, to put it in a, a really simple term, is essentially you wearing a suit of armor, which we all wear every day. We all have our armor. We have our walls up. And you going up to somebody and just lifting up that, press, that breastplate over your head, exposing your vitals and saying, this is me. This is where I'm at. I'm going to tell you some things. Please don't take advantage. That takes strength and courage. To do that takes more strength than most people think it does because you're actively making yourself a target, for lack of a better word, for it to come crashing down. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't. And this is why we don't like being vulnerable because there may have been a time when we were vulnerable to somebody and they took advantage. That is not because you were vulnerable and you then became weak. That's because that person's an asshole and decided they were going to take advantage of you. But it is a, it's a, it takes a lot of strength to actively choose to be vulnerable. And when we can choose to be vulnerable, we can then be aware of somebody trying to take advantage. If you are vulnerable all the time, as I said, it's generally down to weaknesses with not knowing the difference. You can't help people, you you know, you can't stop people taking advantage of you, there you become vulnerable to people for taking advantage of you. Whereas if you are aware of people's intent and you, you've decided to open up to somebody and you know what is and what isn't going to be a positive outcome, you can then be a little bit more savvy with it. You know, I've opened up to people before and got burnt. Absolutely opened up to people and got burnt. But because by choosing to be vulnerable, I knew that that was, an, that was a potential outcome. I wasn't naive to the fact that some people were going to take advantage of this or potentially shut me down and, and not know how to deal with it. It wasn't as devastating when it happened. Yes, it still hurt. It absolutely did still hurt. And I think this is the trouble with a lot of us. We, we go in, we, we plug up the courage to be vulnerable and we're very naive to think that, you know, somebody may not take advantage of it. The other option, the other problem is that we think everybody's going to take advantage of it. And we that's usually goes further down the line of mental health and you've been burnt a few times or people have been actively taking advantage of you for a long time and you feel and they've made you vulnerable because they made you weak. Um, you know, there, there's this adage that I put out there that strong women scare weak men, but a weak man can break a strong woman and vice versa and vice versa, you know. You know, w women want strong men, but, you know, weak women can break strong men. I've seen it happen on both sides. There are plenty of men out there that are not an, quote-unquote, alpha male in the sense that they want to do right by their woman. They want a strong woman. They want somebody that's going to challenge them. They find a woman and they break them down because they want somebody meek and 
helpless and I spent a lot of time rebuilding those women and saying no 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 this you know this isn't who you are this is what this person forced upon you and vice versa I've seen really great guys you know strong guys just absolutely badgered into nothing because this woman has decided that she wants the dominance you know relationships should be equal they should be equal there are going to be fluctuations where one side has to speak up against the other and vice versa. And you have to be aware of that at some point you're going to be the asshole in someone's story. But, you know, not to get too off topic, but that this happens. So sometimes your vulnerability is a result of somebody purposely making you weaker, chipping away, chipping away until they know that you're constantly in this vulnerable state so they can get what they want out of you. And there are times when you will open up to the wrong person and they will burn you. You know, it's one of those things. Um, as, as a kid, I made mistakes. People have told me things and I, I went and told other close friends and and that was wrong of me to do. Absolutely wrong of me to do, which is why I don't do it anymore. Because it came back and it burnt me. So it was one of those things that you learn pretty quickly. Um, but the main thing to come out of this podcast that I want to sort of move into is that for women, vulnerability is usually the result of a, a current weakness so they may have been broken down and they're mentally not strong enough to deal with things therefore they are vulnerable to people taking advantage of that they get flustered very easily they want to back away they're generally women tend to be higher in agreeableness and withdrawal anyway so when people start chirping up and are being domineering a lot of a lot of women will tend to try and agree their way out or withdraw out to avoid the, the conflict situation the trouble is that that it can be seen as a weakness. Um, it shouldn't be, but it, it can be exposed. It can be exploited as a weakness. You know, if you know somebody's not going to engage with you in conflict, so you constantly stay combative, that person's then going to become vulnerable to whatever you want them to be vulnerable to, because you can just turn it into a bigger issue than it is. Very gaslighty and things like that. Men are usually more well on the whole are more aggressive anyway, but men tend to be higher in disagreeableness and volatility so the trouble is with guys is they don't want to be vulnerable because it they feel it makes them weak or it opens them up to people to take advantage so this is why when you try and get guys to be more vulnerable they tend to clam up shut down and bark back and fire barbs out because they're like no 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 no, i'm not gonna be seen as weak in front of you because i don't know if i can trust you enough yet so if you've got any guys that are going through a hard time, just getting them to try and open up when they're already feeling pretty weak and vulnerable anyway, because as I've said before in previous podcasts, like in the What Is Manliness podcast and things like that, men are task-orientated. Men um, like to know that they're succeeding in things. And we put pressure on ourselves. It's not a societal pressure. It's just It's just an internal pressure. We want to do well because we all live in a serotonin social hierarchy. If you're on top of the pile, you feel great. If somebody knocks you off the top of the pile, you feel pretty shit. So if you are riding high for a while and something, someone, some situation knocks you off your perch, you can fall pretty damn hard. Funny enough, lobsters are exactly the same. Go look it up. Really interesting study on the serotonal society of lobsters and how we're exactly the same. Um, so guys, if they're doing well, once they're not doing well and feel like they can't or, you know... They're trying their best and it's not good enough for a partner. And the partner leaves. Happens, it happens all the time. Sometimes your best isn't good enough. It's a very hard pill to swallow, but sometimes it isn't. And it's hard and it's horrible to know that that's the case. 
But if you've done your very best and you know that's all you have done, please take solace in the fact that there was nothing else you could have done. This person is just clearly looking for more and that's up to them to go and find it. It's not up to you to give more than you can give. It's up to them to go and find what they think they want. Men will then clam up. Key signs that men are not doing too well. Um, again, this was in the Men's Mental Health podcast, some of the stats out there. But anyway, I'll just do a refresh. Guys who are struggling will blame it on work stress, lots of things going on, not feeling too great at the moment, but they won't elaborate. Because for a lot of us, we may know what the problem is, but we don't know how to fix it. And until we know how to fix the problem, we won't talk about the problem because we have no solution to give. We want we are solution-based gender, as it were. Like men are task-orientated. If there's a task that we need to fix, we will go fix it. If we don't know how to fix the task, we'll just sit on it. And the trouble is while we're sitting on it is when it eats its head and things get worse because the longer you sit on a problem, it can seem harder to fix. So guys, if any of you are listening to this, my advice on that one is... Find people that you are comfortable being vulnerable. When I say comfortable, I mean these are the people that you trust. These are your boys, right? These are your guys, or girls, but mainly these are your guys that you can go to for anything. You know they can come to you for anything. This is why men having groups is just... I can't stress enough how important it is for guys to have other male friends and be in a group that's pretty tight. You know, you may rip the shit out of one another all the time and it may seem very foreign and aggressive to to women or people that don't know how your group dynamic works, but having a group of people that you can open up to and be vulnerable in front of with no fear of someone taking advantage of is just so ridiculously powerful for men's mental health and we need to encourage it more. We absolutely do need to encourage it more. My clients know they can come to me for anything. I've inserted myself into that group as the person that you know you can be vulnerable in front of. So anybody listening to this, please know that if you need to talk to somebody neutral that will not take advantage in any way, shape or form of things you're going through and just offer some advice, please reach out to me because I would love to you know, stop another person being fattened in their garage again. Find your guys talk to them. Understand that you may not have the solution, but they might. But more importantly, you are just relieving some of that pressure. If you, if you imagine your head is like a pot of water, if you are at boiling point, you need to bring yourself down to a simmer. Empty some water out. Do whatever you have to do to reduce the heat or the volume. Because if, the more, if you boil over, especially with guys, it, it doesn't end very well. It never does. It never does. And I've seen too many people end up that way to, to know that it's no other case than like you were sat on it for too long. It became too big an issue. It was too overwhelming and you couldn't deal with it anymore. And you, you just figure that this is the only way to solve the problem. Women um, with your guys, if they're going to be vulnerable, show them that they're still strong. One of the biggest things you can do for a man who's struggling is tell him that you're proud of him and that he's doing a good job because you cannot begin to know. You you just can't know what that means means to us. You know, if 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 we are if we are generally feeling like we are not following our own plan, like because every every guy has a plan, okay. They what they've got a plan. They're going to get this thing done. And if something steps in the way of that plan, they feel like they can't complete it. This is this is danger time for guys. We don't really know how to deal with that if we're hitting that struggle. Tell your man you're proud of him. Jesus Christ, just just hold him. You don't even have to hold him. Just tell him that you're proud of him. That you know he's working hard and that you are appreciative of what he's doing because that will lift him higher 
than any any promotion. Lift him higher. It really will. Knowing that he knows that he's still making his family proud and he's still doing the job that he set out for him to do could turn the table. It really, really could. But also understand that he may not be able to talk to you. He may not be able to talk to you because he doesn't want to be anything other than strong for you. Because we do take this on. As, as, as a father, as a partner, as a coach, as a therapist, as anything else. I do. I do make sure that I am strong for everybody all the time. Sometimes I do fall apart. I do. Luckily, I'm quite vocal. I will be able to talk to clients about it if I need to. I can talk to my dad. My dad is somebody who I go to a lot when I'm not feeling great. And I have very, very good friends that I can speak to. But we do put pressure on ourselves to be strong in front of people because we know that maybe we could handle it better than they could. We've that's you know people who are the rock in a family or in a situation, men and women. You don't you're not you're not chosen to do that job. You just are that job. The person, the strength in the family, the rock in the room, is never it's never nominated. It's volunteered. You become that person because you just know you can handle it. Because you never choose the job, but let's say volunteer, like it's, you know, subconsciously. You, nobody would ever choose the job to be the rock in the room. Nobody wants to be the strongest guy in the room, strongest guy in the room mentally. Physically, you might want to be, but mentally, you don't want to be the person that carries everything because it's a lot. But you'll find that you're the one that does it. Just be aware that showing vulnerability in front of certain people can be hard because either A, if you're, if, especially if you've decided to go down the therapy route as well, a lot of guys... If you're thinking about therapy, don't worry. If you go into a group of guys who are all there trying to get you to open up and you don't feel comfortable because they all understand. Therapists should understand this as well. That, you know, in the sake of couples therapy, good luck getting your man to open up for the first, I don't know, Jesus Christ, five, six sessions. Like, you just won't because he doesn't know the therapist. He doesn't know how anything that he's going to say and going to bring up is going to be used for or against him. We're naturally suspicious. We've had to be. It's kept us alive for this long. In meetings, in new friends, new workplaces, until they get a feel of the place and know they can trust, men won't open up. They just won't. When it comes to relationships and partners, we tend to not open up because we don't want to be... We don't want to see... It's not weakness. It's, in, in a relationship, it's not weakness. We just don't want to be seen as if we can't be there for you we can't cope with your problems as well as our own because we want to be able to take the burden off of you but it's very hard to take the burden off ourselves we carry it and we carry it for as long as we can but there is a very difference between how men and women see vulnerability women in regards to it get yourself strong physically there's a huge amount of mental carryover by doing strength training becoming stronger picking up that thing that you never thought you could when you told yourself that you were too weak and then you do it anyway and you make it look easy and you think, good God, what else was I holding back from that I know I can? Being coached in how to deal with combative situations, how to be more disagreeable yourself does not make you, it's not going to set you up for more failure. Sometimes it's going to save you from being caught in bad situations. And men understand that you can still be strong if you're vulnerable. You just, on both sides, have to drop the naivety a little bit be prepared that you know make the conscious choice and show that there is absolute strength in choosing to show your weakest point at someone which is essentially vulnerability anyway and if it's a choice it's a strong choice you know you chose to make that choice that is a very powerful thing that you've done 
but know that people, some people will take advantage. So you may find that you have to sit on it a little bit until you're comfortable or just be more op- more willing to find people that you can be able to find. Not everybody's trying to burn you. They're not. But some people will. So what we what I would like to happen moving forward is is I suppose more people showing vulnerability but also knowing that it's it doesn't automatically make you weak and if you feel that you're weak you can get stronger you absolutely can get stronger you can get mentally stronger and you can get physically stronger usually they they carry over quite well but the mental side of things is men, mental strength comes from knowing what's coming and knowing how to deal with it if you feel like you never know what's coming then that's what we need to work on that that's what needs to be fixed First is knowing the variables, knowing the outcomes, the amount of people with anxiety that I've managed to, you know, not cure because you don't tend to cure anxiety, but like to help them really manage it is just by talking through the options with them. Okay, what will happen? What do you think of the outcomes? Because now you know the outcomes, they're not surprised to you anymore. Now all of a sudden you are much stronger mentally because you've now realized that, okay, there are outcomes that I can now choose or I can, you know, navigate around. But to conclude before I start waffle on, I suppose, is there is no problem being vulnerable because you're not being weak by being vulnerable, especially if you choose to be vulnerable. And we should choose to be vulnerable maybe a little bit more. It will help us out a lot. Women, please understand that you are far better at communicating and being vulnerable than we are. We are working on it. We are trying. But we are behind on that evolutionary ladder when it comes to communicating and being vulnerable but we do have our own people that we can talk to because we know we can be vulnerable in front of them also please know that just by telling us that you're proud of us and that you know that we're doing a good job and that you really appreciate the hard work that we're doing can really lift somebody out of a bad space probably one of the best ways you can do it is just tell your man your friend your brother your dad whoever you're proud of them, you understand they work hard and you really do appreciate and love what they do for you because that can really stop bad things from happening. Men, understand that sometimes people aren't going to know what to do with your vulnerability if you've always been pretty strong. To be vulnerable is a very big change for people. They may not necessarily be burning you. They may not necessarily be thinking that you're weak. They just haven't come across this side of you before. Your woman... Or partner, I should suppose, um, depending on how you, um, you know, who you love and who you want to be with. It's generally not an issue. The same thing applies. But generally, if you're in a male-female relationship, your woman isn't going to see you as weak if you're vulnerable. In fact, she's probably looking for you to show a little bit of vulnerability so she knows that there is some vulnerability in there. But just be prepared to know that they're probably better, the women are better at it than we are. They're gonna, they're gonna be better at it than we are. We don't know how to. You might have to stumble through it a little bit first. Do not shut off because it didn't go right the first time round. Again, if you're in front of other guys, being vulnerable in front of the guy doesn't make necessarily make you weak. Um, you know, to to put it in comparison, as from one man to talking to another, whoever's listened to this, I was a doorman for ten years. You know, even now, I I can. I can quite happily cry in front of a guy, in front of friends. I can, you know, expose my weaknesses and, and be very raw and emotional. But it doesn't mean anyone's going to take advantage of me because, you know, I can quite happily drag somebody out of a room if I have to. You know what I mean? There, there is, without sounding too, you know, macho about it, it's like it doesn't make you weak to show vulnerability because I've chosen to and you can choose to as well and you're not going to lose all your strength all of a sudden. It's not Samson. You're not going to cut your hair off and become weak. 
it doesn't happen that way. It really doesn't. You know, just be aware that the more vulnerable you can allow yourself to be and choose to be, the less overwhelmed you're going to get about things because you'll be able to dump it. The more you hold it, the more you try to be strong, the dam can only hold so much water. That's why they have vents. That's why it chugs out. That's why they they drop the pressure every now and then. Because you can only hold so much. You try and hold too much, it overspills and the whole thing falls apart. And usually when a guy falls apart, it's not great. So try and avoid doing that, please. If you want to talk about anything, if you want to guide yourself through your own vulnerabilities, drop me a message. Let's start some therapy with somebody who's been there and understands it. If you are feeling weak and you want to feel stronger, drop me a message. We can start physical strength. We can deal with mental strength. Either way, we're equipped to do that. But don't sit on this and stew it and don't tell yourself that you're weak because you're vulnerable and don't allow yourself to be vulnerable because maybe you have a weakness because it can all be changed and it can all get better. If you're very desperate and you don't know what to do right now, just bloody well drop me a message and I will talk to you. I, I, I would just, I would rather you, you dumped your purse on a message to me and we just spoke about it and got you just off that boiling point than anything else happen. Because if I can stop one extra person feeling to the point where they can't deal with this anymore, I could, I could retire tomorrow. I, I really could. So let's, let's please just know that the option is always out there. I don't know how many people listen to these podcasts. Well, I, I have a rough idea, but if one person is in this and needs to reach out, please do, because that's all I could ever ask for it. Okay. Take care of yourselves, everybody. We are now moving back into the schools uh, being open again. Let the games begin. For some, it will be a release of pressure because the holidays can be very difficult with um, parents and kids. For some, it may cause more problems. Either way, we will get through it together. I wish everybody the best of luck. Um, and just know that I'm here if you need it. Peace and love to you all, guys. Take care. Love you. Bye. And that's the end of today's podcast. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments, good or bad, we'd love to hear from you because it always helps us improve or to keep doing what you enjoy hearing. We will be back soon with another episode, so stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe so you know where it is, and we'll speak to you all soon. Bye.